0: Hello and welcome everyone to episode 3 of Zach and Barry Talk Asia Cup. I'm your host, Zakaria Aga, a.k.a. Zach.
1: And I'm your host, Bairam Kazi,
0: a.k.a. Barry. Today we'll talk about the Super 4 round ke mein. Uh, We can start off with Pakistan. Very honestly disappointing performance, I'm sure uh, you agree, by Pakistan. What happened? What did Pakistan do? What did Pakistan do? What did it do? What was the mistake of the the field? catches dropped the field. Which Pakistan do not do it?
1: Definitely, yeah, very very underwhelming performance in all three departments by Pakistan. Besides the two matches, they pressure Pakistan seemed to be under way too much pressure just because of the occasion. And India, I feel that they realize that if they've got all of their bases covered and if they don't make silly mistakes and just stick to their strengths, they are a better team than Pakistan. And due to that fact, they don't take as much pressure. But Pakistan really should have beaten a Shakib less Bangladesh. Uh, Shaqib hassan is Bangladesh's standout performer. I would put the blame for today on Safraz Ahmed's captaincy. Now, Pakistan had Bangladesh at 12 for 3. We just did not capitalize from there. I mean, Sarfraz took his fast bowlers off and then continually bowled his spinners in the middle overs. Now, this, I think, took the pressure off the Bangladeshi batsmen. And they were allowed to settle down. Uh, Mushfiqur Rahim and Mithun especially. And that was the only partnership in the whole game, if you think about it, for Bangladesh. Vaheesem ne set kiya apna total. Or Pakistan came back towards the end. We bowled really well at the death and restricted them to 240. But then again, a very, very abysmal batting performance. Sir Faraz has to work on his batting a lot as well. He's been in very, very dire form. And Pakistan has continued to lose untimely wickets throughout the course of the Asia Cup. Their bowling has simply not been accurate enough. And they've dropped like nine catches. That is absolutely criminal. Catches win you matches. And if you drop nine, you're definitely not going to make the final. On a positive note, I guess uh, it was really, really good to see Junaid Khan back in the team. He was absolutely brilliant on return. And what I don't understand is that why he's been overlooked up until now. Because Junaid Khan has played most of his 70 games in the UAE. And he has 104 wickets in those 70 games at 27.3. That's a brilliant average in those conditions. So I think that the team really missed the plot. Did not trust him soon enough. He has that sort of killer instinct that you need in a fast bowler. So I think Junaid could have made a difference had he been in the starting lineup early in the tournament. Baki Amir has had a woeful tournament. In fact, in the last ten games, Amir has had has only taken three wickets at an average of 94 and 95. So that is a major, major area of concern for Pakistan. Uh, he needs to find find his form back. But for now, I think Amir must be dropped. As difficult as it may seem to believe, Amir really does not deserve a spot in the limited overs format right now. Other than that, I guess Shaheen was a good find. He definitely needs to play more. In the few games he played, the three games, he took four wickets at 31 and had a number of catches dropped off his bowling. So those figures could have been better. And uh, Imam was another positive. 350s in the Asia Cup. uh, Did not perform against India, but had a really good tournament otherwise. He too needs to be given more opportunities so that he can groom into a fine opener. And Fakhar Zaman, he had a horrible, horrible tournament. He had a howler. On two occasions, Fakhar Zaman was uh, given out incorrectly, given in LBW incorrectly. So he was a bit unlucky and his confidence was really shattered, I believe. The sort of player that Fakhar Zaman is, he's a hitter. And hitters generally tend to have these very, very long, dry spells. But I am pretty positive that if Pakistan sticks with Fakhar Zaman, he will come good eventually. So yeah, that's my
0: take on the whole team. If one by one is Pakistan performance ka thoda post-mortem karain. I think categorically AK karke dekhte hain ke kis pe hum, uh, you know, where we fell short. Sub pehle obviously under a lot of pressure from his captaincy and his batting form both put together. I think he's still one of our most successful ODI captains, if not the most successful ODI captain statistic wise. But a lot of that's come against weaker opposition. Kya moving forward, Pakistan, or options, or ko beter options, or batting-wise Serfraz ka best number he's been struggling with his batting since after the champions trophy. Should Pakistan promote him higher up to maybe have him play himself into form, or should we keep him down as the number six, maybe even number seven? What do you think about that?
1: So that's a lot of questions. Uh I'll start off with Serfraz's captaincy. You mentioned that he's One of the most successful captains for Pakistan, if not the most successful. This is not categorically right because his success has mostly come in T20s. If you take the Champions Trophy out of his numbers, Fraz actually hasn't been as successful. He's only won against Zimbabwe, Sri Lanka, West Indies. Whereas he got swept 5-0 in New Zealand and now he's had a very, very dismal Asia Cup. I, for one, really enjoyed Sarfraz's captaincy. I like the sort of charisma he brings onto the pitch. Some would not call it charisma. Some would say that he's a bit too uh, antsy. But I think that that works well for Sarfraz and it works well to gel the team together. I don't have any complaints regarding that. But Sarfraz has had a very few poor games as captain. Both in uh, the Super 4 games against India and Bangladesh, Sarfraz sort of took the foot off the pedal as far as captaincy is concerned. He bowled spinners in the middle overs and didn't attack enough with his fast bowlers. He sort of let the batsmen settle. And once batsmen do get set on these wickets, then it's very, very easy to score. In the post-match presentation today against Bangladesh, he did own up to it. He took responsibility. And I think that Pakistan's current setup there, we don't have any particular captains other than safraz I think he's done a decent job. And the Champions Trophy is a big feat. So I think we should stick around with him. Baki jaa tak baat uski batting ki yes. Sir Faraz has been in horrible, horrible form. And he needs to work on his batting a lot. I understand that captaining Pakistan across three formats is a very big duty along with wicket-keeping. But in today's day and age, your wicket-keeper must be a proper batsman as well. So I think Sir Faraz should stick with batting at number four because he's not a big hitter. He should try to accumulate the singles and doubles and set the platform for Malik later on. But uh, that said, he needs to work hard. He needs to spend a lot of time in the nets. And uh, if he continues to underperform, I guess Mohamed Rizwan is knocking on the door.
0: The second question that comes to mind is about both the match and squad selection. I think the biggest person to miss out of the squad would have been Mohamed Hafiz. Personally, Mirakha Almeh, moving forward, given the amount of experience that we lack in the squad uh, and, and a, the, the second spinner option that Hafiz gives us, Hafiz needs to be in the squad for sure. But aside from that, in the match selection, where do you see, uh, in the match and the squad selection moving forward, do you see Amir getting into the 18s? Do you see Shan Masood maybe getting a run in the first team, given our top order has been a little shaky? Barber's off form, Fakir Zaman is also off form. Do you see Shan Masood getting in? Do you see Hafeez getting in? Do you see Amir getting or staying in? Where do you see these three players?
1: So the a let's go to now, I think it was absolutely criminal not to include Hafiz in a series, especially in ODIs, which is the only format that he does play now, in the UAE. He has played on the UAE's whole life, and he has very successful. He can get left-handers out at will. or just to think about it, if Pakistan has played Hafeez where Hafeez is, then not only we get batting depth, but we 10 over. Mil jate. So that's an area to look at because we've got two series coming up against New Zealand and Australia in the UAE. So I think the UAE is very important in the And that will give him an opportunity to uh, stake his claim for the away series against South Africa later in the year. One thing's for certain that the selection was not on point over here by the selection committee and Inzamam must look further into his reserves. Imad Waseem needs to get fit if we are to play the second spinner. Imad Waseem is a much better bowling option than Nawaz. But just thinking, looking at these two series ahead against Australia and New Zealand. Well, we don't have any ODIs against Australia, but we do have three ODIs against New Zealand. I would play Hafiz instead of Nawaz. And I would bring in Fahim Ashraf instead of Asif Ali. I think bhi time niya. He needs to learn a bit more. He doesn't have doesn't seem to have the other dimension to his game in which he needs to accumulate runs. Now it's a ek pinch hitter. So Fahim can slot in as the pinch hitter. And then you don't have to bowl all turnovers from him. Uska role zara divide karo. I think that's one solution. Baki, you mentioned Shan Masood. I think we need to stick with Imam and Fakhir. Fakhir ka wakt aega. He's had a bad patch of form. He will come good. Menti player. Jigre ke sat hai. Tagra player and, you know, the confidence level was just shattered over here. What he koe Fakhir ki performance aega. And Imam has uh, done really well so far. So I think we should stick with him. Shan Masood can wait in the wings. But if you really ask me, as a cover, I would have Azhar Ali as the, the third opener. Azhar Ali's experience is also in the dressing room. There's a sort of figure in the dressing room that has played a cricket. That matters a lot. Uh, we forget how much uh, of a difference experienced players make in the dressing room. So, Hafeez and Azhar Ali, if in the dressing room, what do they know? There's a difference And finally, Mohammad Amir. And finally, when we talk about Amir, is a wicket-taking bowler. If he is not taking those wickets, that is a major area of concern. I think Amir should play domestic cricket a little bit or score, you know rest kiya australia ke t20 say or new zealand odi give him one more run in test cricket let's see what he's got but in test cricket do not forget we have mohammad abbas who's been doing absolutely fantastically in the county championship in england so i will be really eager to see how abbas does against australia here Pakistan should not panic over here. Inko panic ki nahi hai. Stick with these guys. These players are talented.
0: You're saying not to panic. And then you're also saying Amir shouldn't get into the uh, the squad for the ODIs or the T20s as well. Doesn't that seem like a bit of a knee-jerk reaction?
1: Australia, tests, let's see if he can produce some goods on those wickets. Give but eventually something's got to give. You've got Shaheen Afridi, Junaid Khan, Hassan Ali, Shinwari, all of these guys waiting in the ranks.
0: So, then shouldn't Amir, given given how many fast bowlers we have right now, given we we have space to accommodate someone like Shaheen Afridi in the squad, shouldn't Amir still be able to make the 18?
1: If not drop, then he's not indispensable. So, I think ODI's ODIs, Amir eventually will drop. Karna pade. But do not go into panic mode pakistan cricket stick with sarfaraz as captain yes he's made mistakes but but he's owned up to them he has had success in the past so i would stick with sarfaraz till the world cup and i would stick with these openers asif ko nikal do uh, nawaz ko nikal do filhal you can keep nawaz and asif in the squad by the way but i would play Hafiz and fahim Ashraf in their place just in the limited over squad for now
0: and i think the last thing on the agenda for pakistan at least as far as as far as i've seen is the fielding Atrocious fielding this time round. Uska kafi uh, blame. I think Mickey Arthur ko bhi jaana chahiye fielding coach recently changed tha, But aside from that, most of the blame you can only put so much of that on Sir Faraz. But He's on the field, but he can't make the catches stick. He can't make people stop the boundaries. What do you think? How much or should Mickey Arthur be to blame over you? I'm not saying obviously to sack Mickey Arthur. I think he's a great coach, but. Definitely a step down from, from where we've seen Pakistan progress to in recent months.
1: If you look at the past year, Pakistan was the best fielding side. We held on to 85% of our catches or so. Or Steve Rickson has a big hand. Steve Rickson was our fielding coach. And before he resigned, things were really rosy. Not so much now. But if you look at this tournament, this Asia Cup in particular, it was rather appalling. I mean, nine dropped catches? If you don't have fielding coach, this is absolutely criminal. And the rest of Pakistan has hired a new fielding coach, Grant Bradburn. And I think give him some time and the results will come. I think fielding so the players have to take responsibility for the fielding. Whatever you train, whatever you train, whatever you train. The thing with Pakistan cricket is, if you just hit one, you just hit one. It's like a disease that Mickey Arthur mentioned. But will it turn into an epidemic? That's a question that remains to be answered. Now, I really hope that this young squad can pull themselves together and recreate their feeding performances from the past year. But it is scary. It's a scary prospect. And yes, Mickey Arthur would be very worried. But all in all, everyone was off form. It's never hai both happen. The tournament did not deserve to make the final. And they will learn from this.
0: Probably some of the most surprising performances <laughs> in this Asia Cup. Afghanistan won a lot of hearts in this tournament. Rashid Khan in particular, uh, their captain as well. And then Nabi, I think were all fantastic. What do you think of this Afghanistan team?
1: Well, they won all our hearts. And I think Afghanistan was hands down the second best team in this Asia Cup. And they really deserve to make the final. I mean, they took all three of their Super 4 games down to the wire. Inexperience cost them a bit in those crunch moments. Bangladesh. They were a breath of fresh air like you mentioned rashid mujib nabi they were absolutely fantastic inke jo 30 over the wo opposition ne struggle kiye rashid has like an odi average of 14 he has uh, around 120 wickets and he's only 20 years old so he has a very very bright future ahead and i think he might even break murli's record for most odi wickets if he goes on and mujib too another teenage sensation mujib he was he had really good control and he really compliments Rashid Khan well because one's a leg break bowler and one's an off spinner. Baki Nabi, uh, he's probably the most experienced Afghanistan player. Or batting bhi karta He scored a very, very vital 50 against India. And then we've got Mohammad Shahzad. He wasn't performing all tournament. And then in that final game against India, he smashed them for a brilliant century. And if not for that century, India would have won that game. So, yes, Afghanistan have come a long way. A long, long way, and I think Phil Simmons must be given a lot of credit for this. He has really sort of changed the team's mentality. Afghanistan, compete in the field. And I really think they really, really deserve more top-flight cricket after this performance. The draw against India was perhaps the best result in their history, and they're only going to get better.
0: India game ke end mein chhka tha, tha.
1: wo to tha. Thodi to India but then Afghanistan bohut, bohut, jigre ke khel tha. They really were up for the task. And uh, I think they deserve to be in the final, really. If they they would have been proper contenders. Hoti. I think they would have been bigger contenders in the final than Bangladesh. But uh, the inexperience cost them. or They will learn from this again. Afghanistan cricket is on the rise. And if two or three batsmen, then
0: Okay, they're a very entertaining team to watch. So hopefully we get to see a lot of them in years to come.
1: Okay, one final point in Afghanistan is that until now, what is their success is, they're all spinning wickets, pe, slow spinning wickets. Pe. So I think, if they get good tours in Afghanistan, then they'll get better opposition to different pitches, then their game will be the next stage of evolution. Now, maybe someone will hit them in these pitches. But when they're going fast pitches, pe jayenge, hard bouncy tracks, pe jayenge, Will they be as effective? Probably not. So, they definitely deserve more exposure or incovo room diya jana to grow.
0: Next, let's talk about Bangladesh. Uh, of course, Bangladesh played today against Pakistan. Unbelievable in the field, lagrata puri jhan lagake Obviously, in the final against India as well. What do you say for their chances? Of course, they played without Shakib Hassan Hasan today and were able to beat Pakistan. What do you say for their chances in the final and their performance, especially today against Pakistan?
1: Well, you mentioned the fielding first. I think they were absolutely fantastic in the field today. Two catches. First, the Fakhar Zaman catch that was a tracer bullet. And uh, the fielder did really, really well to catch that. And the catch the Mashrafi Murtaza This guy has had several injuries, several operations. And that catch of Shweb Malik, I think that's where the game turned. If Malik had to Pakistan, Pakistan would have crossed the line. But when Bangladesh had Malik, they knew that victory wasn't far away. And even though Asif and uh, Imam's partnership had Bangladesh stayed patient. And uh, they, they seized the opportunity. But... It must be noted that Shakib Al Hasan के Bangladesh bowling lineup or batting lineup it's going to really really be handicapped against India. Pakistan तो आज part-time spinners नहीं Somya, Sarkar Somia, Sarfarrukh Mahmudullah But India तो आराम से So Bangladesh are uh, clear uh, underdogs in this final, but since it's a final, they always have a shot to win it. I think if Bangladesh को जीतना है, Mushfiqur Rahim will have to perform. He's their best batsman right now. He's in top form. And if Shafikur Raheem went away, then there's no chance. There's no other Tameem or Shaqib. So this is a handicapped sort of Bangladesh team. They're not at full strength. India will come back again. Bumrah, Dhawan, Bhuvneshwar and Rohit Sharma. Those are their four best players and they weren't even playing against Afghanistan. So when they're going to come back, Bangladesh will find it extremely tough. Jaspreet Bumrah is a yorker machine. Bhuvneshwar Kumar has great control. And uh, both those spinners... Kuldeep Yadav and Yujvendra Chahal, they really, really do well in the middle overs. Zadha run ni khate aur vikte bhi lete hain. India is riding high at the moment. And, uh, Bangladesh would have to do a fair bit to beat them.
0: Do you think Bangladesh will be able to test this Indian middle order? I also think that some some of the teams can get some purchase out of them. Obviously, Bangladesh is the only team left in the tournament. But if they can knock over the top order early enough, then then what are Bangladesh's chances against the Indian middle order?
1: See, India vs Afghanistan has just come that that Indian middle order is in fact very fragile. Now, if Bangladesh has been released quickly, so then I think the only guy in form is Ambati Raidu. Uske baad Manish Pandey, Dinesh Karthik. These guys are really off form. So Bangladesh there is any chance of Bangladesh, then it's just to give them to Dhawan Sharma. And India, vaakai, they do have this big headache going forward to the, towards the World Cup. They do not have a stable middle order. Okay, Kohli will come back. So let's say Dhawan, Sharma, Kohli and Rayudu will be going back. But now spots spots Dhoni ke upar niche, Which need to be uh, filled. They they're vacant right now. They're up for grabs. But India, given the amount of cricket they actually play across the year, they'll have ample time to figure it out. West Indies' home so they can try out a few new young boys over there. Maybe Rishabh Pant gets the nod. He's he's a decent talent. I would definitely slot in Kale Rahul over there, but I don't think he has the management's trust in uh, the limited overs formats. But uh Bangladesh will have to play out. Of, will, will need to play out of their skins to win this top quality batsman in the line-up, and Raheem. And a failure is bound to come, you feel. But the promising fact over here is that Mushafikur Rahim did not play that game against India in the Super 4s. So, uh, let's see if he can avert the threat of Bumra, Bhuvneshwar Yadav and Chahal. Now, those are 40 overs. This is going to be really, really hard. India are firm favourites. But, I don't know Funny things happen in sport and Bangladesh have lost two finals in the past. This might just be their their time to shine.
0: That's it from us for Zach and Barry Talk Asia Cup. Uh, You'll hear more of us before the Pakistan-Australia series.
1: If you enjoyed our podcast, please like, share and subscribe. And if you feel the need to express your opinion or disagree or agree with anything, feel free to comment below. You can follow us at Zach and Barry on Twitter. The and is A-N-D. And our Facebook page is Zach and Barry, where the and is in ampersand. You can also catch our episode on YouTube. The channel's name is Sports, which tweets Sports OnSide. And they also have uh, an Instagram page called Onside Sports. Other than that, we always love your feedback. We want to keep improving at this. So please, we would love to hear from you.
0: As for us, this is me, Zakaria Aga, a.k.a. Zach, signing off.
1: And this is Veram Kazi, a.k.a. Berry. See you later.